1: Happy birthday to us.
0: But no singing. No singing. I'm Jen. I'm Jess. We have a present for you. Wait, happy birthday. It's been 52 episodes. It's been a year of fat mascara. I'm sorry, I just had to put it out there. Now go ahead.
1: It's kind of amazing, isn't it? Guys, thank you so much for coming along with us for the ride. We have a present for you, as I said, for a year. You guys have been asking us for this guest. And finally, we've got her.
0: Before that, let's talk about... Mustaches! (laughs) mustaches. <laughs> a little mustache so glamorous, I know. On a more glamorous note, Jess was in Paris hanging with Bella Hadid, so we're going to hear about that. And she got some backstage tips at the Dior show, so wee oui, wee. Oui. And lastly, a little app roundup. We've been using some new beauty apps we're going to share with you guys. Now for our guest. Tell us.
1: Our guest is the incredible phenomenon that is Emily Weiss of Glossier and in Into the Gloss. Yeah.
0: Why don't you? Well, Jessica, as you know, don't the I've been blessed with a lot of hair in my life. I'm going to blame the Persian ness or just genetics. I have a full on mustache. I've had it since I was like, I don't know, in elementary school. What did you do
1: as a kid in elementary school?
0: I just had a mustache and hairy legs and eyebrows, and everybody made fun of me Aww. until finally Grandma Ruby told my mom that I was allowed to do something about it. Oh, God. So I plucked the eyebrows. The mustache, I did the bleaching which doesn't really work. More on that later. Then I tried waxing. I've tried everything. Finally, I got it lasered in my 20s. I think it worked. But then in my 30s, it started growing back. Like I have a full-on mustache again. Really? So up until just last... I noticed this on you. Well, because I'm going to share my maintenance with you because nobody talks about this. I'm sorry. So just until last week, I was using little eyebrow razors. And I would literally shave my mustache like every other day. the, The tinkle? The tinkle, yeah. They're not for eyebrows. They're for my mustache. Okay. And then finally, I heard about this new laser salon called Romeo and Juliet in Midtown. And I was like, you know what? Let me just suck it up and see if the laser will work this time. I don't know why I thought it would work this time when it didn't work last time. But it's working. I've been twice now. I have not even razored in between. It's working. Do you want to know why? Why? So here's what I learned from the esthetician. She said places that are hormonal on your body... Tend to respond better to laser hair removal.
1: Is the is your mustache area hormonal?
0: It can be, as can pubic and underarm hair. So Ugh. they they will respond okay. Legs and arms, for example, are harder for some reason. I don't know if it's because it's the type of hair, like a pubic type hair, is more wiry or whatever, but and it'll find the light better, so the light seeks out the color, and that's how it destroys the hair. Right. Right. But regardless, I'm finally getting rid. Of my mustache for real. Does it hurt? No. So the new la- area is very sensitive. I'm glad you asked that. The new kind of lasers. If you guys have tried laser hair removal in the past, they now like almost all of them have that cold air blast. You know, so every time the light goes off, you get hit with that puff of cold air. So like, so it like numbs you at the same time. Yeah, it just a tricks bit. your your senses and you don't know what's going on. Some of them have cold water too. Anyway, I've been having a very good experience, but I do want to share. Mustache tip with people. Okay, between Share. lasering, you can never pluck. Just so you know, you must only shave. I don't know if people know that. You
1: must. Have, you have. To, I thought you're never were supposed to shave Wrong. anything because it, won't it like not make it grow back thicker, but kind of give the illusion of thicker hair because it's like not getting it at the root.
0: It may, but if you're in the process of lasering and you pluck out your hair, you just lost all that money you spent on lasering because it needs the little root bulb that has the melanin and the hair in it to find the the light needs to find that to like zap it. So if you plucked it out, you plucked out both the hair and the root bulb and there's nothing in there for it to zap. So you just missed out on a whole session of lasering. Oh God. So if you're doing lasering, just shave in between. That's all.
1: Would people be plucking their mustache hairs?
0: Okay. So I also have done that too. So when I would like yeah, like if I was doing my eyebrows and I'd see a couple. Oh, it hurts like It a, sounds
1: like it hurts so bad. All right,
0: I need to end this segment because I'm getting pains just thinking about it. But I know,
1: this is very
0: painful. Do you not
1: have a mustache? Why am I
0: the only person talking about this?
1: I think I have peach fuzz. It's just very light. So if I like had done anything to them, like there'd be no point of doing anything because lasering doesn't pick up blonde hairs. Exactly. So I'm just... It's kind of a catch-22 situation. And then Jolene-ing it is just going to like make it even brighter. Yeah
0: let's we not talk look. about that if you're a person like me with a dark mustache and you jolene cream hair bleach i love it it's great for some things good for arms whatever how many women have you seen where you're just like great you have a yellow mustache now <laughs> i totally seen that like girls you're if you can see it i feel like they think no i can see it but nobody else can yeah, see yeah, it yeah. like oh this the is the one time where ourselves. i'm gonna tell you it's okay to be self conscious. Do not <laughs> believe it. it's okay to be self conscious. If you have a yellow mustache, you have a yellow mustache. <laughs> fat or, mascara delivering feel good
1: vibes I'm sorry, to everyone. It is true.
0: Anyway, there's your little lasering service announcement for this week. Can listeners send you a pic of their stash to Absolutely. tell you? the like, Info at Fat Mascara. I will talk hair removal with any sister out there. Okay, you heard it here first.
1: I don't know if I can make it to the pod anymore, because, like, ever since Bella and I started hanging out...
2: Screw you. Like,
1: I don't know. Like, my schedule's just really
0: jammed up. (laughs) I almost said F you. Are you best friends with Bella Hadid now?
1: Like, Bells?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. You posted on our Instagram pictures of her, but did you actually take those? Yeah. Okay, I did actually think you picked up, like, them there.
1: No, I didn't pick them up. Why why don't you tell everybody...
0: Like what I
1: posted on my Instagram, I didn't put the belt. The Bella yeah, you thing. were just
0: in Paris with Bella yeah. Hadid, yeah. which is
1: freaking awesome.
0: We're not about to pretend this is like just. You normal di- I
1: pick those up, like I don't know. Getty Images. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was hanging out with Bella for the launch of the new Dior Pump and Volume Mascara. It looks so cool. Is it good? Oh my god, it's incredible. Um, she's the face of Pump and Volume Mascara, and it is a Dior show mascara. So you, that means it is thick, thick, thick. But it actually comes in a squeezy tube. So the reason why is because, A, that's just really cool. It's got kind of a rubbery, almost like, um, not to mention another brand, but let's just be real, kind of like a narzy, matte, mm. like rubberized tube. Mm-hmm. Um, but you squeeze it, and it warms up the product, and it helps you get more product out of it. And Peter Phillips, who's the creative director of Dior Makeup, sort of like he didn't know what a hack was when I told him he was like what is this hack but I was like it's is kind he of, French no he's Belgian I think um it's what like this hack yeah like, I'm really bad at accents but like it was very cool in Belgian I was like so it's like a hack right he was talking about how he liked to warm up the mascara tubes and like warm up the um use like a Japanese eyelash curler that's like self-warming yeah. to warm up the lashes to kind of get But even the
0: formula itself, I'm thinking about how in the summer I feel like my mascara just goes on Mm -hmm. better. That's so true. So
1: it's like it warms up the formula. It's really good. I have to say, I put it like I think maybe on our Instagram stories or something when I was in Paris. But wow, like this is not for the faint of heart. This is not for somebody who wants like a nice like feathery look. This is mega, mega thick. It's probably one of the thickest mascaras I've ever used in my life. I'm being dead serious about that. But um, Bella was very cool. I had some time with her. I talked to her about beauty. And what I learned from her is that she is a mask addict. Mm. She loves a good sleeping mask. She does not have a lot of time, I have to say. I was exhausted. I was like, oh, the jet lag. Oh, I'm exhausted. Like, I slept for like eight hours in the afternoon. You didn't have to walk down the Dior runway afterwards. She she actually didn't walk in the show. But she did, that night after the show... She was, like, you know, the guest of honor at a party. She looked incredible. And then I saw her the next morning. And she was, like, you know, dressed the nines. And then she had something else that night. And then she had something... Like, basically, her schedule was so intense. And even though, like, it looked really glamorous yeah, yeah. and fabulous, River. I was, like, I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, how do you, like, look so refreshed? And, like, you know, how do you do this? And she was very honest that it's fucking exhausting. Yeah. And she wasn't like, she was very measured about it. She was like, I know nobody feels badly for me, but it's crazy. She gave me a cool meditation CD that she, CD, like MP3 thing, whatever that she likes to like listen to. (laughs) Whatever. Stop laughing at me. Uh, (laughs) And we can link to that. She loves to go to sleep to it. She said it like helps her fall asleep on the blog. We'll put it on the blog. And she loves a good sleeping mask because sometimes she doesn't have time to do like a whole mask. Um, And she was just, like, really normal and cool. And And
0: very beautiful. Okay. I'm into her. That's great. But, like, back to Peter Phillips for a second. Oh, yeah. Did you get to see him do the makeup at the Dior show? Yes.
1: And, oh, my God, he had another really good tip. Yeah, I was like, what did he
0: say? I want his tip.
1: Okay. So, he, with the mascara, he put it on the lashes, and then he took an eyebrow brush. I honestly think you could do it with an angled eyeliner brush. Like a spoolie? No, like a... Like, if you... It's funny, like when I said eyebrow brush, I know what you mean. You'd think it'd be a spoolie. It just looks like an angled eyeliner, that you brush. would use powder brow filler, with. exactly. Okay, if like, gotcha. you had a little like, you know, kit and it comes with a little angled one. Totally. Once he put the mascara on, he very quickly and I told you that formula is very thick and very juicy he kind of skidded across the the lash line and created like a little bit of like a mock liner. Again, this guy's full of hacks. Using eyebrow brush. He used the the excess mascara and just like rubbed it into the lash line. And he feels, and it looked like this, that it creates like a more natural lived in liner look. So you're kind of opening the eyes without like drawing and a here's th- my liner and now my eyes are lined and like, totally. I'm ready to go to work. You know, like it's much kind of more, um, I hate this expression. Cool girl, lived in liner, all the cliches, but they all are appropriate for this kind of look. And this was at the Dior show, and we can link uh, to that on the blog as well. So you can see it was very, people were touting it as a no makeup look. It wasn't no makeup look. It was like banging lashes with really cool wide-eyed girls. And then he put like a Dior glow lip balm on them. And they looked gorgeous, but of course they looked gorgeous. They were all like 19 and, who am I kidding, 16 and gorgeous.
0: Yeah, but it just looks like it's not trying as hard as like. It's very not try
1: hard at all. Very franche, too. Very franche. Very franche and beautiful, big, wide eyes. Who doesn't want that? Just sounds like a fun trip. I have to say, it was really fun.
0: I'm glad you're back, though. I'm glad I'm back, too. Guys, it's time for Tech Corner, our new segment. (laughs) Tech Corner, I love it. Just kidding, I feel like it's like Kids Incorporated Tech Corner. Oh my god, no wait, can we make Tech Corner a thing? Okay, let's make it a thing, it's a thing now, go. What tech are you going to tell me about?
1: I am obsessed with the, oh my god, it's called the Makeup Plus app. It is, you know, I was never like a big like, oh, you know... I had there's a new app that lets me try on makeup. Why? Because within thirty seconds of trying it, I was frustrated. Like my face was in the left
0: like corner, the makeup's in another. It was like color forms. Let's gone. pause here to just say Jess is is her skills on the apps are not super super high. I'm just gonna say that because you know I love an app too. But go ahead, continue. I
1: just think that like there, a lot of them are not super user friendly, and I I should have said it that quickly. way. Yes, I don't okay. think that uh, my skills are bad. You're I right. I think that the technology. Is not always intuitive, and they're so proud of their technology
0: that they're not like it's like over designed and overdone. You're like, I'm not even going to use it.
1: Yeah, so you know, what does this one do? This one allows you to try on many different looks. But what's cool is a lot of them are de- developed by different influencers. Some of them by um, different makeup artists, and they just have a lot of cool. Um, different themes. So So you're
0: putting on a whole face of makeup, not just like a lip and then an eye. It just does the whole face for you at once?
1: You can do a lip and an eye, but they do a lot of different faces and this one's really advanced. It's done by this company called um, Mamie, I believe. And their their background is not like, oh, we make cool apps. Their background is like face, facial recognition technology. So they are like baller. Right. They are like, this is their
0: expertise. Like the NSA was involved in making this the, app. They,
1: yes. Like I'm like, yeah. Totally. It's, they are like, I met with them and they gave me all their stats. And I was like, oh my God, this company basically probably like owns like every, like the likeness of like all of our faces. So what was your favorite face so, that you tried on? Um, I tried on one in the demo that Lisa Eldridge had made up. Oh, here we go. So I'm trying on the Lisa Eldridge look. You can download it. You put your face in it, and it immediately registers your face. Yeah, that's and then up. you put it on – and you tap it, and then suddenly you're wearing the look that she created. And what I'll do is I
0: will <laughs> – I love that you think this is new technology. But what – But what, what do you what? mean it's not new technology? I mean, that's what UCAM does. That's the one but I they, use. They, but they
1: don't have things
0: by, like, Lisa Eldridge. They don't yeah, have collaboration.
1: True. It's not – what the thing is like other brands have come up with things like try on this like eyeshadow. Try on this like blah blah, but they haven't come up with complete looks and they also have looks for guys too.
0: And oh, they that's have cool. and
1: it hasn't been seamless. Right. Do you know what I mean? It right. hasn't been well done. This has been done for a while but I have never seen it done in a way that like Oh my God, it actually looks good and it's moving with my face. There yeah. hasn't been like a three
0: second delay Can you time. make a video with it too while you're wearing the makeup or just I haven't still tried that. We should try it and put it on the Instagram. That's be really okay, cool. Okay, so the name of the app is what? It's called Makeup Plus. Do you have, have to, to pay, pay for easy. it? No, it's free, free, free. You think I'm paying for this? No. Nice. Um, what about you? Oh, Tech Corner. I should probably have something too. Yes. I'll just talk about UCAM because, like, they do the same thing. I feel like it's fairly seamless, mm-hmm. but the reason I'm going to talk about it is this. A bunch of people asked. We posted a picture where we were smiling, and people were like, your teeth are so white, and I was like, we need to pull back the curtain on this. I did. My teeth are not that white. I used the UCAM app when we did mm. that selfie, and it just finds your teeth. It knows where your mouth mm. is, and you just go teeth whitening, and you can even move the slider up and down so you can have, like, crazy Ryan C. Crest white teeth. Or you can have, like, just a little bit whiter. Right, right, Um, right. Of course, then Jess posts right after me, it's Crest white strips. And I'm like, great, I needed an app, and hers are actually white. Crest white strips are better than the whitening that I got at the fancy, like, at that's good 10 minutes joanna thompson does these yoga lattes in 10 one day will be abs one day will be arms today jess is booty day and we're just (laughs) gonna get it done all in 10 minutes if you're trying to get a good sweat then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat inducing yoga flows or the reformer pilates workouts without weights you can also find stress relief with meditations affirmations face yoga Gua Sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it.
3: Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to allomoves.com now and use the code mascara20 for an exclusive 30 day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com, code mascara20. Allomoves.com, code mascara20. Editor only appointment,
1: whitening treatment one time.
0: See what we did with Tech Corner—we just turned it back into beauty products. Um, this has been the first installment. <laughs>
3: Let us know. Tech Corner.
1: Think its my new obsession. Yeah, think its not even a question. We are with Emily Weiss. Somebody who turned her curiosity about people's beauty routines into a destination website and eventually an extremely successful beauty line. And basically made the color muted pink like a thing.
0: Millennial Pink. Millennial Pink.
1: <laughs> Glossier pink. Glossier, Glossier pink. pink, exactly. Emily, thank you so much for coming. We are so happy, and I know our listeners are to have you in the studio. Well, thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. Let's start by talking about Into the Gloss, which launched in twenty in 2010, right? Yep. So when did you think I have to do this? Like why did you start the site? Well, I guess it would have been called like a blog at Mm -hmm. that time, which is really funny to think. Um, When did you think like, you know, there's a sense of
2: urgency about this? Sure. Um, So I remember sitting on a beach uh, like with my family in 2010. It was August maybe late July. And I was working at Vogue at the time. I was a fashion assistant. So I was like 25, like, you know, schlepping racks of clothes. Um, And I love beauty products. Like I was, I just have always loved beauty products. And I was sitting on this beach and I just looked up and I was like, I think I'm going to start a beauty blog. And my whole family was like, what? Like, why? <laughs> like, don't, like, wh- what? Like, blogs are, like, silly. Like, why would you do that? And I was like, well, that's the whole thing. Like, blogs, you know, like, sometimes are, like, not so well done, or, you know, like, um, it's maybe just more of a personal, you know, opinion, and it's all about the person who's doing it. And, I was like, I kind of want to like create a new conversation around beauty that's more elevated and more about beauty as an element of personal style through the lens of like various women, right? Not through me. On the
0: beach, you ha- you thought this all together at once. Kind of like you.
2: I'm not kidding. It really okay, did. Like, a flash. Yes. like inspiration struck, like yes, lightning. It okay. really did. And did you write it down on anything? No, I just was talking to them, and I, I just felt a sense of conviction. And er- you said the word urgency, Jessica, and like yeah, I think like it's it it felt very urgent. I was like, this is what needs to exist in the world. There needs to be, like, I would want to read this kind of content. Like, I would want to see amazing, you know, photographs of, like, Jenna Lyons, you know, bathroom cabinet and, like, learn about where Isabel Marant gets her hair colored. Like, mm-hmm. I want the answers to these questions and, like, I want this information. Um, and it didn't exist at the time, so uh, so I I very quickly launched into the gloss. It took about uh, one month. It's like four weeks. So you went home.
1: You like got the domain name like yep. from wherever. Got some WordPress. Yep.
0: Action. Yep. And <laughs> yep. and
1: you just start. You started like I mean we've all you know fans of your website have already you know like you got up early in the morning and you worked on Saturdays mm-hmm. and you went to. People, we'll get to who you went to, you know, their houses and everything. But you did this sort of really as like a hardcore extracurricular, but it didn't look janky. This was not like, you know, I know there's some beautiful WordPress sites out there, but, you know, mm-hmm. this wasn't like, you know, anyone just started this. Yeah. It looked really, really professional. Well, that's... How did you do that?
2: Yeah, that's all thanks to... Um, uh, ITG's co-founder, Michael Harper. So he, he, Who's Michael? He was at Teen Vogue at the time, actually. Or not at the time. He was, at, I think, at Nylon. Um, but he's just a jack-of-all-trades. And he uh, he he set up the site. He, um, you know, helped design the logo um, and really worked with me on bringing to life that, like, elevated aesthetic that you're talking about, mm-hmm. you know, from, from day one. Um, and that was all sort of the, the point of it, was to really make beauty um, not just this, like, you know, like, ugly stepsister to fashion which I feel like it's often treated as like it's Completely. like it's,
0: you know it I think, is I think
1: Linda Wells like he called it that once or some, or maybe Sarah Brown but I yeah I feel it's like well, yeah. the nicer side well, of it well totally
2: but I also think there's just a level of like and I think this comes from like brands in a way too but I think like you know you're made to feel kind of like frivolous if you're into beauty you know mm, like there's this yeah. weird like beauty shaming kind of thing that like is embedded in i think like a lot of women where it's this like solitary thing and now of course social media has changed this and youtube's changed this and sure you know people i hope into the gloss has changed it and now there's much more of a like you know everyone's an expert and everyone's sharing and i think that's great but it hasn't always been that way you know and i think that democratization of beauty is something that's only happened in the last you know few years thanks to you know the internet um, and uh, and I just wanted to really give beauty a place to take center stage.
0: Yeah. Um, Do you remember your very first post? Yes. So it was
2: actually a, a woman named Nikki Deem who I shot, and that was my first post ever. And she was a publicist at KCD who I like, you know, <laughs> fangirled over when I saw her outside a fashion show. She had like amazing blonde hair, and I think she's Australian. And I just did a quick took a quick picture of her, did a quick interview of her routine. It's very short, and um, and put it up.
0: Thinking back over, though, all these, like, long things you've done and top shelf, in case nobody's been into the gloss, it's basically where you or someone on your site would go into their bathroom and go through their medicine cabinet and look mm-hmm. at all their beauty products. It's my favorite part of the site. Um, over the years, like, which one has been your favorite? Is there any that stands out?
2: Yeah, I think one of them that was so great was um, Iris Apfel, uh, oh God, who I, I think her. was in her 90s when I interviewed her. Um, Did you just cold call Iris Apfel? I think I got the interview through Mac because she was doing a oh, collaboration yeah, yeah, yeah. with them. My I've,
0: favorite Mac collab Yeah, ever. it's the
2: best collab. If and you the can get it on eBay. Amazing. It was like it's like flamingo pink lip liner and these like super saturated lipsticks. It's great. Um, so, but yeah, just, just speaking with women, like, you know, from different generations about, you know, w- what they, I mean, she has some really funny lines in there about mm-hmm. like how to age and kind of like how, like what she doesn't, you know, who, like who cares about this or right, that. Right, right. Um, so I think, um, yeah, that was definitely a favorite. Jenna Lyons took like four years to get, finally, finally got her. That was a pretty good one. Um, Is there someone... we just put up yesterday, uh, Emma Watson. That was pretty cool. Um, from London. Oh wow. So she, she, did you the go site. to London to do no, that? No, she reads the site. She reached out to us. Um, she reached out yeah, to you. Yeah.
1: Is there somebody that you wanted on the site that you just haven't been able to get yet? A top shelf?
2: Um, probably. I mean, we always really wanted to do Michelle Obama. Oh, Maybe now. Yeah. yeah I th- now, now she might be open to yeah. it. I feel like she's having a lot of fun right now. <laughs> I
1: like parasailing, um, parasailing. Yeah. Um, I have to ask, when did you transition from Schleppi Vogue assistant to this is what I'm doing now. Like, the, like, there's so much interest. Yeah. This is so exciting. I cannot, like, really, take like, another garment bag. you quit day job? Yeah. Yes. I, quit, I quit
2: my day job about a year in. Um, and, you know, the plan with Into the Gloss was never really... Like, I I, I wanted it to be for... I I knew it would be successful, but I didn't know what success meant. Meaning, like, I knew I wasn't just writing it for myself. You know, it's not like a diary. Yeah, like, when you
1: were on the beach, were you like, you know, mom, dad, like, you know, this was this is going to be my business or no, like, no,
2: I think I just knew it was going to be important to people. Like I was just thinking like this would be something that would be a daily read for me. Like yeah. it would really, you know, be important. And I didn't know what form or shape that, you know, would take. I was 25. Yeah. I went to art school. I don't have any, like I didn't go to a business school. I barely know how to use Excel. Like it's, you know, I'm not, I'm not like a numbers, like business strategy kind of person. Mm-hmm. I just knew that, you know, it needed to exist. Sure. And I felt like compelled to make it happen because no one else was Making it happen, but about a year in, it ha- we had a lot of interest from brands wanting to advertise, wanting to like, you know, do we we were doing you know really good branded uh, partnerships like brand sponsored content, you know, mm-hmm. having a lot of fun with that. Working with brands like Nars and Sally Hansen, they were some of our best um, clients and collaborators. Helping them translate their products into into the world, like bring new products into the mm-hmm. world and help kind of add context. I think that's what Into the Gloss yeah. did so well is like and does so well is like provide this great context um and and so when we when you know that was going on I, I i had to sort of make a choice like do you know you want to follow this I and mean, i didn't know exactly you know we had ideas about where it would go but certainly didn't know it would go to become glossier and you know yeah. oh, wow but but i just followed it. You know, it was one of those things I think I just saw like some inspirational quote on Instagram that was like, you don't need to see the whole ladder. You just need to take the first step. Like it was kind of that moment a year in where I was like, all right, there's enough here that, Mm -hmm. you know, there's enough traction. I'm going to just go for it. Right.
1: Yeah. Obviously, you know, there, you know, there's so many lines that you've seen them because you were doing into the gloss and like, I'm sure you thought like really hard before you decided to launch another line. Mm -hmm. What space did you think you needed to fill?
2: So this is a good question. Um, the space that I needed to fill, I could answer this a few different ways, but the most authentic way is to just um, explain the sweatshirt I'm wearing right now, which says, it's a gray sweatshirt, it says Glossy across the front. And obviously I'm biased and obviously I work there, so I, I really li- like the brand. But I remember at the time... Um, just thinking I really wish there was a beauty brand whose sweatshirt I wanted to wear.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's a good way to put it
2: though.
1: But like, Lots of people would wear like a sweatshirt that said Chanel or a sweatshirt that said Dior. So, yeah, but like,
0: think about the
2: brands you just described. Those are fashion first brands. Those yeah. are lifestyle brands. Yeah, like, so I'm not about are, to be like Remember London. Those are heritage lifestyle brands that connote like a certain amount of status, prestige, like overall, like glamour, right. cool. They have runway shows with Raph mm-hmm. Simmons. Like that's a lifestyle fashion brand. Right. So think about you know would you would you wear a sweatshirt said Clinique? Would you wear a sweatshirt said Rimmel London? You're asking and the wrong person, you... actually. I mean, I, I don't <laughs> well, know. And, and not to knock these brands, but I just think you know you know the idea of a li- uh, the thing I really wanted to yeah, yeah, to think yeah. about was like is there a brand whose like values and sort of like lifestyle they're kind of like promoting? Um, does it reflect and sort of like inspire? today's woman or... Did you really our, think
1: about the sweatshirt first?
2: Yeah. The sweatshirt was literally the first thing I thought of. Okay. So it, it was just like how, you know, I just felt very out of, I felt left out. Like as a consumer, I felt left out from brands. I felt right. like... Not I actual felt,
0: products, but no, branding. No, not... Pr- exactly. Right. Okay. The products,
2: products, like cool. Like I, you know, I, there are definitely great products that I really respond to, but I didn't help make them, you know, I didn't, I didn't have any say in it. I didn't, uh, you know, I, maybe they're just kind of being sold to me. Like the brand doesn't care if I take it or leave it, you know, like Mm -hmm. I just felt this sort of disconnect between, um, the brand and me as the customer. Right. Right. Like, like maybe I don't relate to their marketing. Right. Like maybe it's all about like billowing in the wind, silk, like whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but that's like not me. So I just felt like, you know, there should really be this, a beauty brand that, that, that a modern beauty brand that like starts today on the internet in this, in the channels that women, you know, actually communicate on Mm -hmm. that wants to involve them and does involve them in every, you know, step of the way and really cares about, you know, providing them with like what they ask for, you Mm -hmm. know, be it our Milky Jelly cleanser that we, you know, crowdsourced or our prime moisturizer that we got thousands of comments on from ingredients, you know, Mm -hmm. like like let's have a conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Let's like open this thing up and let's create something we're really proud of and, right. and something you want to like rep, right? Or something right. you want to wear as part of like your, your outfit because you live, we, we share the same values, right? And we like speak in the same way and we, you know, we're not talking down to you and we're not like trying to sell you. Like we're not trying to like, you know, bait and switch you or like, yeah. you know. What like, would those values be? I mean, for us, like, I mean, our, our biggest value is just inclusivity. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think like, you know, as someone who grew up loving fashion yeah, and loving the brands you just mentioned and loving beauty products, Um, I couldn't afford, you know, like, high fashion, like, stuff, and even though I worked at Vogue, it's, like, I wasn't really a Vogue girl, like, I I, I admire that stuff, but I felt like there's an exclusivity that just, like, isn't cutting it for me these days, like, not, just from even designers and, like, luxury, right, like, there's this, I think, I think I, I really wanted to think about Glossier as a way to, like, turn, turn all those sort of like widely held kind of rules and beliefs about like what luxury means and what like a luxury experience means, like turn, like flip it around, right? Like you can have a amazing moisturizer that's the same quality as an $80, like, you know, like a moisturizer for $25 and we made one, like we did it right. And it has sick branding and like, you know, like comes with stickers and like gets to you right away and like, you know what I mean? And, And so trying to kind of translate like the best of beauty into something that's like really approachable and really, inclusive, to me is like a really fun project. It's like, yeah. it's like mm-hmm. why do you have to play the game of the beauty industry and kind of like, you know, like think that, you know, the more it costs, the more you want it. Like all these things that I didn't even realize I was thinking about as a well, customer. You, but or, you, you know, came, responded to. You
0: came to a point though where investors came on board. Mm-hmm. And maybe you're like sort of at this point still where like we made some great we created a great brand and you did all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then there were a few products. But you're at a point where it's like, are do you ever feel struggle of, well now I have investors on board and I could make fifty more products. No, they don't even more... they don't even want us to. And well do you ever like struggle though like I don't know if we really need to make this product right now. Absolutely. All the time or we, you cancel, won't make it we cancel we cancel you...
2: products all the time. Like I'll come in or someone will mm-hmm. say at the last minute like mm, this isn't
0: working what, like what's like a product you've canceled and why would you cancel um, it? what were we working on? What could we have yeah, gotten our hands? Totally. On our hands?
2: So so before Milky Jelly Cleanser we were trying to make a um, cleansing water. We were trying to make like a like a micellar kind yeah, of water. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And we like it just wasn't we couldn't even make anything that was better than biodermacraline. like that's right. we were just like why would we even try like that's like the gold standard like why you know what i mean even if
0: you knew you could have sold like totally many
2: totally units. so we didn't make it um we we did a bunch of submissions we didn't do it uh we've been working on a mascara for like since we launched, and we just keep can't we just keep, so those are hard. Yeah, they're hard, and we just keep. We, we've Hence had, our name.
0: <laughs> we've had so
2: many submissions that like could be okay, and like probably people would like them, but we just weren't proud of them. That's so funny. Yeah. So yeah. many yeah. brands
0: I've talked to with mascara, like, yeah. well, we knew we just had to come out with it. At a no, point, we can, we that were that supposed fun. to launch it last year. It's one we, of the most difficult products. To
2: totally. Make. So like we we are literally going all over the world, like figuring out how to introduce something that like is you know better than what's out there, and that like actually like meets her needs. So I think we're in the we're, meantime,
0: what mascara are you using? Um I've been
2: using Kevin Aquan's volume mascara. It's a tubing mascara. That oh, is a tubing, tubing mascara yeah. too,
0: the blink one. I
2: like that one. And so but anyway, we're really like purists, right? Because we're editors. So like we started our background as beauty editors just like you guys. So like we're not gonna put stuff out that we don't feel is like best in class. Like right. we just what's the point? It just that would be like soul crushing, you know? Like I don't know. It's like putting out shitty content. Like, who wants to put out shitty content, you know? Um, so, we put out great things, and, and the way that we grow is by um, trying to spread the word. And our, and our the good news is that, you know, we um, have had a ton of growth, and hopefully, we'll continue to have a growth, growth just through word of mouth. Our customers are really happy. Like, they, they love the product, they tell their friends. Um, and I think that's the best way of doing things. Is Are like, your
1: customers completely by word of mouth? Does that mean you're going completely, completely by word of mouth? Not completely,
2: but like last year was like 90% not like paid marketing. Oh, actually so, no. you guys
1: did like a Subway takeover. We did I remember that. that. Yep. yep. Um, and then you, I, mean, I know you had like the pop-up, but it was very like New York based for a bit. Yeah. And then I know mm-hmm. you, we just had the Oscars and you, um, had the yeah. crowd paint
2: on some celebrities. Yeah, um,
1: Chrissy Teigen was wearing Chrissy it, right? Teigen. Among that, there was a bunch. Yeah. yeah,
2: Taraji Henson.
1: I you know I realized Instagram is global, but mm-hmm. like I thought of you guys as very like New York based for a bit, and now with I was really surprised, but I was like, oh, they're going like you know national, they're going global with the so, Oscars. Is this yeah. very intentional? Yeah.
2: So I think so. This is a great question. So um Glossier is pr- very purposefully in this world because we want it to be for everyone. Like, mm-hmm. that's, like, the whole... That's, that's like, why we're here, right? Like, we want Glossier to be, like, Nike, right? Where, like, uh, everyone wow. around the world can be united by this, like, swoosh. And there can be, like, a kid in, you know, the Middle East wearing, like, a swoosh hat and, like, a guy in Silicon Valley wearing a swoosh hat, right? But, like, it, it means something about, like, the way you live your life and, like, the way you, uh, like, sort of, like yeah, the way you go about, you know, taking on challenges or, um, and Glossier to me really stands for like being proud of where you're at every day. And I think like every woman is on a journey and it's not about a final picture of perfection. It's not Mm -hmm. about which many beauty companies paint and say like, if you get all of these things, someday you can look like this. Mm -hmm. And we're like, actually, why don't you tell us about like what you like right now? And like that might change tomorrow and you might have a zit today and not tomorrow. And I think just that kind of like present moment awareness is something that we all I don't know. I aspire to cultivate, like in myself, and yeah. kind of like share, like where I'm at with people. is that feel... meme:
0: Beyonce is Nars and Solange is Glossier. Yeah, I mean, so so
2: I think to answer your question about like being everywhere, being New York, yeah. we have no desire to be niche. We have no desire to only be for like you know girls in Brooklyn, right? Right. Like, we want to be for the girl in Ohio who who wants to be proud of where she's at every day. We want to be f- for the girl in L.A. who wants to be proud. Like we want to be for the girl in you know Europe and around the world.
1: I think that's that would be. I think that's news to some people because I think some people think that Glossier is kind of a cool niche groovy thing but I think that as you guys expand you know that that will change and I read I was reading an article with you and you described Glossier as a lifestyle brand I was like what the hell does that mean you know I mean mm-hmm. I've heard I hear that term a lot but I hear it used by like somebody who's expanding into like eyeglass frames and like mm. cashmere throws yeah. so for you it's more of a philosophy is that what you're saying yeah I think it's it's philosophical. not so much that, you got, that you're making you know throws no and I mean socks. we make
2: I mean look we 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 um, have you know a lot of dreams about yeah. um, what Glossier could become I think we've always been category agnostic so um, we believe you know skincare is just as important as makeup is just as important as fragrance is just as important as You know, like, we believe in making, like, things that people want and and need. Mm -hmm. And so where that will take us in 10 or 20 years' time... You know I there actually, will be
0: glossier socks
2: I actually don't know but Dr- for driving sure we're, no for sure we're a beauty company right but people mm-hmm. ask us for you know amazing like crazy things they ask us for like hairbrushes they ask us for tools they ask us for Really? yeah I mean people, people these are your
1: customers right you're like our customers you? yeah wow. so our
2: customers like know that the glossier version of x is like going to look good it's going to be functional mm-hmm. it's going to be like good quality it's very flattering
0: I would love to be asked that I think yeah and and I
2: think um so for us, it's just, I mean, for sure we're a beauty company, but lifestyle to me means like the way you live your life. And I think like, you know, there, there hasn't necessarily, brands have suggested a lot of philosophies around how to use their products and they're usually incredibly uh, narrow-minded. It's usually mm-hmm. like, use our products- and that's all like, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. buy every single product from our range. And we're going to like, assume you just don't buy any other ones. And, you know, they try and sell you on the entire thing. And for us, I would, I, we are a hundred percent more interested in helping women cultivate their own eye and their own routine. Some of which is Glossier, Some of which is Chanel. Some of which is, you know, like, I think that's like, great. Like, it's very confident. Shows confidence. Yeah. But it's, it, but that's, but that's just the way things are like, why pretend otherwise? Like the, that's just the way women, shop and like what they should be doing is like figuring out what works for them learning talking to their friends like we so when I say lifestyle it's like that's the lifestyle of beauty that's the way we approach beauty and that's the way we and we're not we're not coming up with that we're just reflecting it that's the way women are already behaving. You work with a female-led investment board, right? Mm-hmm. How important like is that to you? Was that very intentional?
1: Was that, or is
3: that very kind of a happy accident?
2: No, very, very intentional. Um, so vent, we're venture capital backed. So you know, our some of our investors are invested in Instagram um, and other technology companies, and uh, also investors in Warby Parker and um, uh, Honest Company, right? Um, and that's a it's a crazy world this venture capital world um, and especially for someone like me who, as I said earlier, doesn't really do math and like, you know, uh, is much more interested in customers and like, women and their stories. Um, and only, I mean, this is the craziest thing that I learned, is only 4% of venture capitalists are female.
0: Whoa. That's lame.
2: Yeah. And that's wow. down from, I think, 7% like five years ago. Wow. So it's a really male-dominated industry controlling money that is going to mostly male founders. Um, and, and mostly male founders who are founding companies that mostly women are spending money on. (laughs) Right. Mm. So, um, so there are a handful of, uh, women in the Valley who, um, are venture capitalists and we were lucky enough to work with Kirsten Green, um, who led our seed round of, uh, funding. She put, um, she led a round of $2 million back in 2013 to build Glossier um and it was no more than an idea on a you know like sheet of paper and it was like a, a prayer and a dream <laughs> um and uh and yeah i mean i'm super grateful to her and I, how I, many
0: employees were you then mm, probably
2: like 6 and now we're 82 jeez yeah
0: let's like do your top shelf a little bit mm-hmm. like we're here to talk we're, we love beauty mm-hmm. we want to do what you do with women or you did back in the day before you were running this big company like what if we go into your bathroom other than Glossier what are we going to find some Kevin Aucoin mascara yeah so what's on um, your eyes so it's so this amazing are gray sample, thing yeah, on are eyes
2: yeah I'm wearing like a it's a sample it's <gasps> like a
0: steely blue gray though. It's, it's
2: gorgeous thank you yeah, I'm super into it. Yeah. cloud um,
0: paint for eyes. It's yeah. coming. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no,
2: no, it's not coming. I'm sure I'll
0: come up with a much better name. <laughs> um, Storm Cloud.
2: <laughs> so what am I wearing now? Don't quit your day job. <laughs> so basically, I'm like wearing a ton of samples of stuff we're working on, skincare. Um uh so what's in my cabinet? My top shelf. So I wear um Priming Moisturizer Rich. Uh that's my like current moisturizer. I also love our original priming moisturizer. Um I alternate with a couple different cleansers I use. So this is a fun tip. I use Milky Jelly Cleanser by Glossier as a vagina wash. Oh, because it's pH balanced, there's it's fragrance free. <laughs>
0: I think this is the
1: first time I, someone said vagi- no. We said vagina wash like twenty times. You know
2: from when the Orange he- Is
0: the New Black went all into vagina wash. What washes. do you say,
2: vag wash? Like, what do you say, feminine f- hygiene? I don't want to like, say feminine. Hygiene. No, it's
0: vagina just- wash. <laughs> like, well, like, vagina <laughs> is like inside. It's like volvo okay. wash. Yeah,
2: that's even weirder.
0: Like, <laughs> <laughs> it just made it very weird. Keep going. <laughs> keep going. Wash. I love okay, it. Okay, but it's pH balanced.
2: It's it's yeah, and so that works really well. um That's a great hack. Yeah, it's a great hack. I don't think I'm officially allowed to like endorse that because if we didn't like test it for that use off label use yes. off label yes. use, Off-label use. Um, <laughs> let's see what good. else oh for my face i wash with no i'm kidding i, I switch, with your vagina wash. yeah no i switch <laughs> it's very multi-purpose it's very multi-purpose takes off mascara non-waterproof mascara super well um, i also really like tracy martin amla purifying cleanser it's like an enzyme um, gel cleanser that's really good my skin's like sensitive and heady I guess so like that works well Um, I
0: really like facials from her. Is that no, I don't, I don't, I just discovered
2: that cleanser and I bought it like five, like four times, which Um, is a big deal
0: for beauty editors. Totally. Yeah.
2: I replenish, I use milk. I go through Milky Jelly. Milky Jelly is also another beauty hack is, uh, it's really good for shaving. So a lot of like guys steal. I could see. Yeah. Guys use it. Um, yeah. Uh, so I use those two cleansers in the shower. Um, I like our priming moisturizer a lot. Um, our primary moisture are rich a lot, especially because it's like kind of cold right now, but it's super comforting um, and calms down redness, and I get very red, so that's helpful. Um, I use perfecting skin tint by Glossier in medium. Um, so I kind of smother that like all over my face, and I call it spandex for your face because it just kind of like it's like your face is a Picasso and it's like all like cubist and all over the place after you wash it, and it's all blotchy and red and like puffy, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you just put perfecting skin tint everywhere on top of your moisturizer, and it kind of like like seals it and nice. sort of like lifts and tightens. All of a sudden, you're like
0: composed. I, I just pictured the cartoon version of that <laughs> and I loved it in my head. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so I've,
2: so that's a, that's a mainstay. Um, I use our sunscreen that's coming out soon. Makeup-wise, uh, I use um, Stretch Concealer in Medium by Glossier. I use Kevin Aquan Mascara in the Volume Mascara in Black. Um, I use Clear Boy Brow. I got off the brown boy brow and now I'm doing clear because I don't want as much like filling in. Um, what else do I use on my face? Uh, I use... We could do hair. Oh, You don't make hair products do you? No, we don't. And I, and I also use, but I'm trying to think if I use anything else on my face. I use Arm & Hammer deodorant, like men's deodorant with like a eucalyptus scent. I tried all the natural ones and I just like can't, I just sweat. I just sweat like a maniac. Like it's unbelievable. I don't,
0: I don't like this. I don't smell, but I'm still wet. I just want, I don't want to be smelly or wet. So,
2: um, (laughs) what else do I use? Um, Hair-wise, you got any favorites?
0: You're still on your face. I love I, this. She's like, I'm doing no, it.
2: No, I'm doing it. I use IS Clinical. I've been starting... I, I I can't really get down with eye cream. Like, I can't find an eye cream that I feel compelled to keep using over and over again. I, I sort of need. just use, it's, like, whatever. whatever's around. What do you exfoliate with? Do you exfoliate? I exfoliate with, like, P, with chemical exfoliants. So I'll do, like, Paula's Choice, BHA one, the liquid one, or I'll do, like, P50, yeah. Um, oh,
0: P fifty tears me up. Yeah. The of yeah. P50
2: I got really it's red. It's tough. Um, but no, otherwise I don't really exfoliate. You know what I do like as an exfoliating product? Shaney um, Darden, the facialist in LA, has a product called Retinol Reform. Everyone's talking about this, so I use it at night Everyone's from time talking to time. About this. And I used to like, although now it makes my skin feel very tight. But I wore it for like a year. I used to use it. And I loved it. Was Sunday Riley Good Jeans, which oh, yeah, is another yeah. lactic acid um, serum, like overnight serum. Mm-hmm. So that worked for a while, and then suddenly it just like was too strong for me. Maybe mm. my skin like got down to the bottom layer and just I like, <laughs> peeled it all <laughs> off, like, nothing left. So gross. Um, for hair, from a product perspective, I'm exceptionally low maintenance. Like meaning like I don't put of products. yeah. Like I wash my hair and I put conditioner in it. I like the Christophe Robin like uh, ash brown conditioner, uh-huh. which is expensive. Um, and I use the I'll use any shampoo. I'll use like. My husband shampoo, I'll use, like, ho- like hotel shampoo, I'll use whatever. From a color and cut perspective, I'm extremely high-maintenance. So I've, I discovered on a trip to Copenhagen, uh, I've been there three times in the last year because I love the city so much, mm-hmm. um, and I discovered this, like, hair colorist there who did, like, the best baby highlights in the entire world, and I... We'll go back to Copenhagen wow. just to get like, I mean, not just because I do a lot of things while I'm there. It's like my favorite place to vacation, but I'm scheduling it around Who's my the color hair yeah, So her name out. is Mie, M-I-E, and she works at um, Kim Mahoney Studio in Copenhagen. It's like C I N. They have products, right? Not yet, but oh they do heart 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 work a lot with this brand called Less Is More, which is like an organic, like an obscure oh, organic yeah. German or Austrian hair yeah. product line. And they make a really nice salt spray. They make really beautiful products, actually. Also expensive, like yeah. these products. Um, they make Less a, Is More is very expensive. Less Is More is of expensive, it is. but it's because it's. Christ. I mean, it's all organic, and it's like you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, farm to table shampoo. Like I, I don't know what it <laughs> I is. <want> that. <laughs> I don't know, but otherwise, I. I don't really put any styling products in my hair or anything like that. Right. What about fragrance? Fragrance? Oh yeah, we're
0: perfume people.
2: Okay, so I'm a big Lolabo and Barredo fan. So I've, I go through sort of phases with perfume. Um, we're also working on a perfume. <gasps> stop! Mm. And I can say no you more heard than that. Here first. I can say no oh, more than that.
0: I already have ideas in my head of what it would be, but it is. F- can Does I say it? it smell can like... I say it after? Yes, we already have the
2: explicit. It is fucking... It is fucking uh, amazing. It's Does it really smell great. like millennial pink? I can't pink? tell you what it smells like, but it's really good. And um, I've been wearing that for a while. I'm not wearing it right now. But uh, we are... Oh, uh, the ones I've worn in the past. Yes. I, I really like Lil Labo's um, Gayak 10. It's their LA scent. I just discovered that
0: today. It's Someone great. was raving. It. Yeah. yeah. It's really
2: great. So they do these city specific. Yeah. Um, and she was
0: like, it's the city one. Yeah. So and she it's LA. delicious.
2: And I like that one. And I also really like. Uh, mm, I was going to say a cord oud. That's burrito. I like, I've worn yeah. that for a while. And do you burn a
1: candle in the Glossier office? Yes, offices? we do. So what we burn it? in the What's showroom the house
2: upstairs, which is our, so we're in Soho. We have mm-hmm. uh, three floors. We're on second and uh, two and three are our offices. The penthouse was our original office and now it's converted into our first store. Fab. So it's seven days a week. Um, it's there. You can learn about the hours, glossier.com backslash showroom, I think. I we'll, put we'll put a link. Um, but uh, it's packed. It just came from there. It's like bananas. How busy. It, it, it's getting and um, we burn Burning Rose by Baredo. That's okay. that's the one we burn in the oh. showroom and in our offices. We actually give to all of our employees on their first anniversary a Santal by lilabo candle with their name on it. That's oh, with their adorable. name, on yeah, that's it. very nice. Yeah, so that's our. So, so there's your,
0: 82 burning Lilabo candles. Well, no, they, <laughs> they usually take them. Take home. it home, yeah, they take them for home. sure. <laughs> but
2: that's our one year gift. But it's funny because we actually just. Uh, we our tech team we were outgrowing our office um, and our tech team is set up in a WeWork up the street. And I'm sure you're not allowed to burn candles, but I sent over a burning rose candle and was like, guys, don't burn the place down. Like, do yeah. it discreetly. But we, but but we need feel
0: the, the Glossier,
2: like, you know, employees and team love a vibe. Like, we yeah. love an ambiance. Like, we're a very creative group. Even our tech group, which is, like, over 50% female, like, which That's is very cool. rare for a tech team. Um, we love a vibe. We've got Aesop uh, hand soap and cream in our bathrooms That's at work. It's very
1: expensive to replenish. Yeah. But it's worth well. it. Like,
2: yeah. we're, we're very scrappy as a team. We really are. I'm not kidding. We Order, for example, like Domino's pizza, like you know, anytime it's like, you know, happy hour or whatever, group dinner, Domino's is like our favorite thing. But at the same time, we like have Aesop like sham like you know, <laughs> high soap. High I low. low, but who doesn't love You're speaking high low? our language, I'm
0: into it. You yeah. know? Yeah.
2: I mean that makes work so much better. Like having a <laughs> great Domino's canceled. and Aesop hand soap. Yeah. I love it. You've yeah. said it all.
1: Yeah. I think that's fantastic. This Emily, awesome. thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. We love it. How fabulous was Emily?
0: I, I'm kind of like drinking
1: the Glossier Kool-Aid. She was so good. She was so good. Oh, my God. She is also very good to our listeners. I want to tell you guys that she has offered an amazing promo code through March 23, 2017. Our listeners are going to get $5 off any order on Glossier.com. Just enter the promo code Mascara. That's
0: awesome. If you buy those pink bubble bags for six bucks, then they'll be only a dollar.
1: Oh, my God. I use those all the time.
0: But you should really buy cloud paint, the new blush, actually. Cloud paint's
1: really nice. And then also follow us on Instagram, if you don't already, at Fat Mascara, because we're going to be doing a giveaway with Glossier. Again, the gifts just keep on coming. Um, We're going to be doing a cloud paint giveaway with them. So that's going to be awesome.
0: You get Glossier and you get Glossier. Everybody gets Glossier. Now let's raise a wand. Okay. What's yours? Okay. I'm going, I'm trying liquid liner. It's happening. Okay. I know. I see. read my bio on the website. I feel like I've mastered a lot of parts of the beauty world except liquid liner. It's tough. So every day last week I would put it on in the morning. I feel like practice makes perfect. I would go up to the beauty assistant, Taylor, what up Tay? Because she has good liquid liner and I would have her assess and like Monday was horrible. Tuesday was getting a little bit better. Wednesday was horrible again. Thursday, I was getting the hang of it. And then this little guy came in the mail on Friday because I've been calling in a bunch, and this is the key. What is it? So this is blink- Ultra thin liquid eyeliner pen, Blink mm. B L I N C. It's the same company that makes the tubing mascara that I like. Okay. Okay, so I'll do the black liquid oh, that liner. that's
1: very thin. Thank very you. Thin.
0: I'll do the black liquid liner with any liquid liner. I've been using the Hourglass one or the Urban Decay Perversion one. I finally got the flick down. But then you know when it's really kind of messy and chunky and they say, oh, go back in with like a pointed Q-tip yeah, and fixer. Sure. No, go back in and smooth the very edge of it with this this liner because it's so skinny, skinny that you can get the perfect edge. Instead of taking off the makeup to make the perfect edge, you add on this other skinny, skinny, skinny black liner to get the perfect edge. So it's a refining tool for your... Not mistakes, but like just to refine your line. Exactly. And you know how sometimes the edge of the point is just blunt and that oh. just looks like Cleopatra, not cool, like yeah. French girl flick? Yeah. Because this is so thin. And I mean, you guys need to go look at this. It's like... It's like it's a, a needle. It's like yeah. a micron. I don't even is that a measurement unit? I think so, yeah. You can get that flick on the end, even if you had like a bu- like a chubby looking liner. I know I'm t- anybody out there who does liquid I'm, liner thinks I'm like No,
1: I know what it, you're talking about. Uh, this when, is new
0: to me, so when you take
1: away with a Q tip, you're often left with the chubby line. The right. chubby stump. Chubby so stump. why don't you
0: add in with blink ultra thin liquid liner, which is so skinny that like you can get the point. I need to stop talking, but like this is like a new thing for me, and I'm really excited. No, I think also look at my eyes really. You look (laughs) fabulous. You do. You do. (laughs) Your turn. And when it's
1: time to take it all off, Jen. Oh, look how we did this. You know what I really enjoy? What? What i am using a lot lately? Straight up Pond's Cold Cream. (gasps)
0: Pond's Cold Cream? Pond's Cold Cream. I have not heard of that in a long time. You know, my mom used to use
1: it all the time to take off her makeup. Like, I think she used that as cleanser. She had like the Neutrogena like, soap by her side, like, by the side of her sink, like, like the yellow glycerin one, the amber one, it's, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, the amber one, it smelled very good, my mom used purpose, similar, purpose, yes, Mm -hmm. but then she had cold cream, and I loved the smell of it, and, like, after her skin was, like, very dewy, like, she'd take it off with, like, a tissue, and her skin was dewy, and I don't think she washed her face after that, my mom has really good skin for, like, you know, somebody her age, and I have this cold cream and I've just, my skin's been very sensitive lately and just felt very dry and I don't want to like, I don't want to put like anything on it really. Mm-hmm. So I put, I've been using the cold cream to take off my makeup. It feels great. Just my skin doesn't feel tight. It feels pampered.
0: It takes off the makeup. Is it cold? The cold cream? No, it's just, it's just called cold cream. It's such a funny name. Like Now they call them, like, cleansing balms or whatever. It's the same thing, right?
1: It's kind of... It's a little bit more, like... um, This sounds gross, but, like, Crisco-y than, like, a balm. Yeah. It doesn't have the kind of, like, balminess. It's just, like... feels like lotion. It feels like you're putting body butter on your face. Do you rinse
0: or tissue off?
1: I take a warm um, washcloth or... Uh, They call them muslin cloths. Like, I used to use a lot of Evlom, and they were always... They'd always come with, like, the little thin cloth. Yeah. And then I just take it... I rinse it in warm water, the cloth, and then I just kind of, like, lightly take it off. I don't, like, drag it across my skin. Done. Then I put on some moisturizer, and it's, like, I don't feel like my face has been, like, washed clean. It's not a squeaky clean feeling. I'm just... But it feels
0: really good. This whole everything you just said just soothed me I feel it's like i pa- ready-
1: I've pampered it's yeah. a pampered feeling it's not like I'm squeaky clean but you know what like does my face look okay you look great thanks you're welcome feels good good
0: we mentioned a lot of products and people and places and brands and things in this episode so I just want to put it out there if you want to find out where any of those things are go to fatmascara.com
1: and you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter and at fatmascara for both of those things and you can also contact us directly by emailing us at info at FatMascara.com. So profesh. So profesh. Thanks for listening, guys.
3: Hey, y'all. Ferris Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer.